Hey guys, welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast. Uh, we're so glad you're here with us today. We're your host, Daniel and Bonnie Hoover, and it's going to be a great episode on the podcast today. Hey, listen, if you're a, a weekly listener or you're a binge listener, however you listen, if you like and you love this podcast, then man, do us a favor and share it, subscribe, share it with all your friends. When you see it pop up on Facebook or Instagram, share that, send that to all your friends, and that would mean mean the world to us yes it could also happen. mean the world to your friends too maybe sure. they maybe they uh you have a little community of adventurers that's right we should that's do right. something do something <laughs> like that uh but it's so glad uh, we're so glad to be here with you guys today um so a lot of you know if you keep up with the podcast about a year and a half ago june will be two years can you believe that that's we moved to a farm yes. now bonnie grew up on a farm you grew up on 300 acres yeah, of land. Yeah, yeah. I grew up not on a farm. <laughs> no. Nope. The people across the street were farmers. They had a farm. So yeah. I looked out my window and saw farms. So basically, dreamed, dreamed of a farm. Basically, I was a farmer. Yeah. Right? I yeah, looked right. across the, mm-hmm. end of the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we moved to this farm and uh, we, you know, farming, a farm can be whatever you want it to be. Well, this is more of a hobby farm. That's right. See, I grew up on a farm or where... Or gentleman's farm, as, sure. as they say. <laughs> the farm I grew up on, we actually, um, they had they would farm some of the land around us. There's pine trees that, that's farmed, but also um, we had several fields where we'd grow peanuts or corn or soybeans or, or stuff like that. And Yeah, yeah. the yeah. people I lived across the street from... So, so the way this worked was the Leverett family owned mm-hmm. matter of fact the road I grew up on is Leverett Road mm-hmm. and uh and the Leverett family I can only imagine that was a dirt road at one time as mm-hmm. all roads were and the Leverett's had all this land and then one day they saw the road get paved uh, and they started building a neighborhood across the street and I can only imagine yeah. they just were oh so upset oh, yeah and so anyway well my family didn't move in right then but a few years later we bought that house the first house in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and so we grew up playing with the leverts and they were our good friends and they were farmers by trade i mean that's what they did yeah. that's all they did that's how they made their and living they were true american farmers mm-hmm. and so in a sense i'm a true american farmer okay. bonnie i looked out the window every day mm. at that land mm-hmm uh, yeah, so support your farmers. They they feed us. That's right. They but ours us. is a hobby farm. We've got uh, some horses here that we we uh, kind board. of board again. We'll use that loosely. Yeah. They eat our grass. We they, pasture. They that's right. We pasture board. Yeah. And um, for our neighbors, and then uh, and we do have some donkeys, which yep. you've heard about. And uh, maybe some more. You're going to look at some little mini horses this week, yeah. little Sebastian. <laughs> who, know, who knows? I don't know. We'll see. I'm not I'm not sold on it yet. You're a Parks and Rec fan. You got that. Yeah. Um, and so we'll see. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, but there's a couple of other mini donkeys who mad. So, um, so a- anyway, all that, that's a, a great lead into this. Bonnie has really gotten into gardening. Yes, not to feed our community, but just to feed our family. Yeah, just to feed our family. <laughs> yeah, so and, I'm not uh, a farmer. No. I'm a gardener. You're a gardener. And uh, and I've had to get in. We built that pond, so trying to get fish in there. Yeah. So I've had to study pond yeah. works. I'm sure You're doing a great a, job. <laughs> I feel so professional. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, uh, but you've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you grew up, your mama gardened. 
and mm-hmm. uh, and that was kind of her solace. And yeah. as a good teenager, you didn't care to go out and help her with the uh, with the gardening like most teenagers. No, but I really I, I hear them tell stories of how we. I remember when we plant um, potatoes. I remember more so harvesting potatoes. Pronounced taters. Taters. I remember harvesting them because. I loved it as a little girl, and I still think it's kind of fun. And um, my mom said it was like I was Easter egg hunting because when they pull them up out of the ground, if you don't know, potatoes are grown underground. They're they're root vegetables. You pull them up and pop them on the head. And <laughs> no, you pull them out of the ground. We eat it's potatoes. Little buddy, little buddy foo-foo. I got I get it. Them all mixed I got up. it. I get them all mixed uh-huh. up. And but it was fun because they would turn the ground over and turn over, the, pull up the plants, and it was like hunting Easter eggs, and it was fun. And I still. I think it's fun. That is fun. I'm weird. I don't know. No, no, I love I it. I love it. it. I love eating the stuff. Yeah. So, um, but you've learned a, a lot about gardening, mm-hmm. but you've also, you you said, man, gar- you said last year, gardening has so much uh, science. science behind it, yep. um, but examples for life. Oh, so and, many. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I think, I think you've learned a lot about, um, different aspects of it. So I wanted us to dive in a little bit today Mm -hmm. because it's interesting when you come in and you learn something new and you say, gosh, this is just like this. Or it's so, um, it's so amazing that throughout scripture, Jesus spoke in parables. And a lot of that he spoke to um, the vineyard, the vine dresser, a a gardening of sort, different things like that. Or seeds and harvest. Yes. I was talking about that this morning with my ladies in my Bible study. And that was so neat. Just, I said, if you, because we, most of us have had gardens and that we understand these, these in ways that I didn't growing up. I didn't understand these different parables because I'd never really gardened. But when Mm. you work with seeds and it's just really neat to see when you work in a garden, so many illustrations that are, are so relevant to life. Mm. So we have some um, peach and pear trees mm-hmm. on the farm. That were here when we got here. That were here. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, you pruned them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a process. And I'm I'm trying to figure that out, too, because I have an aunt who has um, lots of peaches and stuff like that. So I called her last year and said, how do you prune this tree? Because um, the, the peach trees had just kind of, were kind of volunteer, meaning they weren't planted. They had just kind of grown out of um, a peach pit that had fallen and grown over time. And so I don't know that there's ever been peaches on this Somebody's tree. eating a peach and threw the seed yeah. out. So I'm not sure if there have ever been peaches on this tree. Maybe there there have, but there were not any last year or the the first year we were here. And so last year I was like, I really, because I love peaches, I was going to try to get them to grow. So I tried pruning them and we did get a few developed. And then we had this frost that just killed everything. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was really sad that it didn't really produce anything last year. And so I was like, I'm going to try it again. And so I got out there this year, the time I was supposed to, and I think I was a little late last year. And this year I got them pruned on time and, I started cutting and cutting and cutting. And by the time I was finished printing these things, it looked like there was more on the ground than there was left in the tree. Yep. And I, and my aunt was like, that's how it's supposed to look. You start mm. cutting all these little shoots that come up off the bottom and then all these little water sprouts and all these little things that develop during the year. And they're so you're cutting so much new growth. You would think that that should be there. Mm-hmm. But... I'm learning you have to cut that stuff out for very, very good reasons. You have to prune for a really good reason. Um, I remember growing up, uh, we used to do, I don't know, if, did people still do spring cleaning? Yeah. Remember, I mean, I remember my mom, yeah. we did spring cleaning and I 
hated that as a kid. I mean, you know, a whole day or two, and mm-hmm. we just cleaned and cleaned and like deep cleaned. Oh, like yeah. spring cleaning is is a whole nother level of cleaning. Yep. And uh, but that kind of seems like that's what pruning. Yeah. Is a little bit. Yeah, you're that's cutting, like spring cleaning. getting rid. Well, with spring cleaning, you go through and you get everything. You you get rid of all the dust that isn't supposed to be there, and then you pull out all the clothes. You change over the clothes and get ready for the new season. And um, but with pruning, I'm finding that the the way you do that, you cut so so much out of it. You're cutting out anything that prevents the entire tree from growing strong. It's mm. in the you cut out all these branches from the middle that are growing tall because they keep the sun from shining on these lower branches. And if they're not getting sun, they can't produce fruit. Mm. Um, mm. So you have to cut out so much of the growth from the top um, so that overall it allows the tree to grow and it allows it to produce the most amount of fruit. Mm. So, yeah. Very interesting. Um, which So yeah. since this is a marriage podcast, I think we should apply those principles mm-hmm. to marriage. All right, so speaking of marriage, one of the greatest things you can do for your marriage relationship is to interject fun into it. We have gone far too uh, far too long without having fun in our marriages. And so that's why we have the Marriage Adventure Challenge. If you want to interject fun in your relationship, go over to themarriageadventure.com, scroll down a little bit, and you'll see the Marriage Adventure Challenge. It's 52 adventures in 52 weeks. And man, there's you'll download a PDF of tons of ideas, over 100 ideas, expensive ideas, cheap ideas, indoor ideas, outdoor ideas, romantic ideas. Download it today, sign up, invite your friends, challenge them. And have some fun. Okay, today we are talking um, about pruning, and for a reason, because there you can take a lot of illustrations from the farm. And today we're going to be talking about how pruning needs can often need to take place in our relationship. And what do I mean by that? Because when we prune the tree, we're cutting away all the things that are unnecessary, the extra growth, the things that have overgrown that are keeping the tree from being strong and producing a lot of fruit. And so I think a lot of times in our relationship, we don't mean to, but we allow so many things to grow up in the relationship, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's activities or maybe we've put too much priority on the kids over our relationship. Maybe we are not allowing time in our life to grow spiritually. Maybe there are a lot of different things that we're allowing to come into the relationship to overgrow. Maybe it's activities. Maybe we've just like got way too much going on with the, you know, maybe we've got four kids and they're all involved in four sports and it's just so we never see each other. Mm -hmm. So we were talking about that the other day that I feel like a lot of times in our relationships that we need to prune things out of our life. That spring is a great time to kind of, to look at your your calendar and look at your relationship and say, where are we missing it? What is choking the life out of our marriage or our relationship that's keeping us from having a strong relationship? Because that's basically what overgrowth does. It chokes the life out of things and weeds do the same thing. And But too many branches and too much, it weights the branches down. It keeps the, the enough nutrients from going to the right places. So, you can do the same thing in your marriage. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is just stuff that's been there and we keep it there because well, it's 
It's always been there. It's always been there. That's mm-hmm. what you do, right? Yeah. That's just that's just what you do. Mm-hmm. But then some, I think another form of pruning is is also not just getting rid of stuff, but saying no to stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and have you ever noticed as an adult how um, how really good it feels to say no to activities and stuff? It does in my 40s. In my 30s, I was scared to say no to anything or anybody. But something fear, about... Like fear of letting someone down? Yeah, but something about the freedom of being in my 40s at this point. When I say no to something and I and I knew it was something I was really supposed to say no to, it does feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. I, hate, I still hate letting people down. But when you say no to something and you're like, wow, there's freedom in that. Oh, I don't have to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And so that's a good thing. <laughs> it's hard, though. Yeah, so being able to say no, and and some of that, and we've talked about this before, it's in the book, is knowing knowing your mission, knowing your purpose, mm-hmm. knowing what you're for, and that allows you to say no to the stuff that yeah. you don't need to say yes to. Yeah, and, uh, and man, that feels really good when you could man, when you could just free up a weekend and say no to something, and now it's like ah, there's no greater feeling in the world. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, and I think it's that what you said there about sometimes there's just stuff that's always been there. Mm-hmm. I think scripture has a really good principle on that. Cause I think sometimes we hang, we stay in a, in a seat. We talked about seasons recently and, and we stay in those seasons longer than we should. And it just keeps adding more and more things. And Philippians three thirteen through 14 says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. That speaks so much to what you said about having a mission and pushing towards it. But also sometimes we have to leave things behind in order to have that enough walking weight to be able to go towards the things, to mm-hmm. keep our walking weight low so we can move toward the things that we need to be investing in, in our relationship and in our family and our, in our mission, in our life. Well, and it, it's really funny because when you prune a tree, and I think you kind of said this earlier, I see the tree and I'm like, man, you just slaughtered that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like you murdered that that uh, matter, <laughs> I know. that poor little tree. It's it's not a tree anymore. It I was know. big and and, and, and then uh, and kind of beautiful, I guess, in its way and with the leaves off coming out of winter. But then you just murder that thing and now it's a twig. But yes. it's amazing what happens in a few months. Well, even in a few weeks, I don't know if you've been out there recently, but now it's starting to put forth these little mm, beautiful little buds. pink buds that are so pretty, and and you can see them. They're they're just it's covered in these these buds, and before long, it's going to start producing fruit. I pray, Lord, please send mm-hmm. us some peaches this year, but it will be healthier. And the ones that are produced won't be as little tiny things; they'll be bigger and fuller, yeah. and they'll there'll be a lot of great fruit to to hopefully be able to eat from that instead of. It not having, and I think last year, maybe I didn't prune enough, and the ones that developed just kind of aborted because they mm-hmm. were too, there wasn't enough nutrients in them. So I think sometimes in our life and in our marriage, when we begin to cut out things, mm-hmm. there's going to, at first, it, it's going to look like there's a price to pay. You're going to, you're probably going to upset some people. Yeah, it'll be painful. You're going to have, when you tell people no, or when you say, hey, I can't do that any longer. Mm-hmm. Um and and this is something I think you go into prayerfully. Yes. I don't think you just say, okay, I'm just going to, you know, for comfort's sake, I'm going to say no to everything and right. sit at home on PJs. That is good to do every once yes. in a while, though. But uh, 
But when you do say no, you're going to you're going to pay the price with some people. Some people yeah. are going to be upset at you and that's all right. So I don't think I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Well, and I don't think it's all the time. It, it might not always be activities you're having to cut. Sometimes sometimes saying no to certain things might mean setting boundaries for your kids to allow you to have time together. Like setting boundaries on bedtime so we can have an hour to sit up and talk, you so know? You, yeah, so you can do the marriage adventure challenge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, and that and that why do so many couples don't have I totally slaughtered that sentence. <laughs> why why is it that so many couples don't have date night or don't have getaways? Well because they don't have yeah. time. Right. Their their schedule is so slammed, mm-hmm. or they don't have money mm-hmm. because their schedule is so slammed. Yeah. We're eating out every night. We're we're paying for blah 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 and this and this and that. And man, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. And um and so or and maybe it's not the kids. I pick on the kids' activities yeah. a lot, but maybe it's stuff that we've engaged in as yes. adults. Yeah. And we need to we need to say no. Mm-hmm. Well, it's those. Boundaries. Well, it's not even just the activities. Like I was saying is. There might be some things in our in there might be some relationships that are not healthy that need to be pruned. There mm-hmm. might be some some relationships that are are not healthy as you know as far as we're hanging out with some friends way too much that we don't have opportunity to be together or maybe you're not hanging around people that are healthy for your marriage because they are negative and they're um they're speaking ne- negatively into your relationship and maybe that relationship has served a season Uh, in your life that it needs to be pruned away and you need to invest more in this relationship. Maybe it's, or maybe it's, you know, you've gotten into a season of you're spending way too much time at the office. You're, you're not just putting in the 40 hours you're paid for. You're putting in 50, 60 hours and it's sucking life out of your, your marriage and your family because you've got no energy left. There are all kinds of things that could be shooting up in the middle of your relationship. It's not just activities. And I think, uh, I think a lot of times, especially with men, I can't speak to women because (laughs) I'm not a woman, Mm -mm. but especially for men, when we say, well, we're spending too much time at the office in, in some, in some weird way that um, it's okay because Mm -hmm. that's the job. Mm. And that's how I'm making my money. And that's a required. Well, what do you want me to do? I got to work. Right. But there's not all, that's not all the time mandated by your boss or by your company. The only, sometimes the reason so much is being asked, asked of you is because you've never said no or put boundaries up. Yeah. Or said, hey, can I talk to you about that Monday? It's Saturday. I'm off today. Yeah. And, and so we can still find those boundaries at work especially if those guys, if they're more of the achiever mindset, mm. it's not the job that's really keeping you at work all the time. Mm. It's it's that uh, maybe that personality mm. flaw or that thing in you that maybe God put in you. The but, drive. But the drive. Mm-hmm. But yet it, it also feeds our ego or our flesh, things like that. And Well, and it, what if you could take that same drive and apply it to your family Mm -hmm. because I know that's that's not sexy it's not um you don't get the accolades for that because at work if you're the go-getter you get you know there's a lot involved and you get praised for that because Mm -hmm. you're you get put up on a pet this is how you're the standard climb a ladder this is the standard for how we want our workers to work but at home your kids aren't going to acknowledge that 
they're not going to, and your wife mm-hmm. may not, or, or your spouse may not acknowledge that, that, you know, when you're going after it at home and trying to pour into your family and spending time and it's just, then it, it's almost expected. Yeah. And you don't mm-hmm. really get that, man, thank you. That's, I appreciate how you're pouring into our family or I pe- appreciate the time that you're spending here and not at the office because it can just be expected. So, um, mm-hmm. that kind of chased a rabbit, but, um, but yeah, I think there are a lot of times that we have, um, we just need to f- see what are those things that have grown up in our relationship, um, that need to be cut back, need to be pruned. And then there's something else that happens in the gardening world and it, that, um, when you slaughter the tree and you see, wow, it's really bare. I feel like I'm talking to like an old soul farmer that's <laughs> been doing this for years. Me? Like, yeah. yeah. I'm just learning. I'm just learning as I go. <laughs> you see, we didn't get peaches last year. And the pears on that tree were a little old knobby knots. Man, but you did great. You, we got I'm so trying. much, so much, uh, uh, not as about said asparagus, squash and zucchini and green beans. Well, yeah. we just ate green beans last night that you that I you can. grew last year. Yep, you can. You're right. You're right. Like an old 1800s woman. Uh-huh. Proud of you. Yep. Yep. That's, that's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Little house on the prairie. Oh wow. Okay, I'm gonna start wearing I my was, hair in a bun. I just thought Miss Engel, she was she's a good looking woman. And we digress. So um, anyway, what, but, uh, let's let's get back okay. on topic. Okay, so to bring this back into the marriage relationship, if you've spent time pruning and cutting all these things out, you're going to be like, "Whoa, what do I do with all this time? What do I do with all this now?" The thing is, once we've pruned the trees, we've got to make sure that we're we're fertilizing and and giving it the right nutrients, mm. the things it needs to grow healthy. And in the same way, once we've taken all these things out of our relationship that are hindering our relationship we've got to make sure we're enriching the relationship with Put, the right things putting the right things back in yeah the margin that you've created yes yeah yes yeah. Mm-hmm. and so that that does go back into the the challenge the adventure challenge go date nights yeah time time with your kids time yes. with your family getaways different things like that yeah um but it also goes back into personal things that we might need to do to stay healthy yeah there's things that i mean the reason you're gardening is is not just for you the reason you're gardening is i mean not just for the family the reason you're gardening is for you yeah it's for you to stay healthy um Mm -hmm. you know you love the donkeys you love all of that Mm -hmm. and so those things keep you healthy yeah um and so there's things that we have to do individually that keep us in a good place Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and that's the thing is that I'm not saying maybe you need to cut out a kid's activity so you can have an activity that keeps you healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay to do that. Um, or make sure that you're putting in the right spiritual nutrients too, that you're having time to spiritually grow, that you're um, that you're walking with the Lord, that maybe that you've got, you need to have your own, you need to be involved in a Bible study mm-hmm. or maybe together you need to be involved in a small group where you can grow in that or, or find a hobby that you like together. Mm. Um, so you just got to find what are those things that make me individual into make us individually healthy and then individual, then healthy as a couple that mm-hmm. we can encourage growth in the relationship and in us personally. That's good. So I think the homework uh, and the action points really, really simple for this is begin to look 
what are the things you need to cut back? Mm-hmm. You can't you can't cut your kids out of your life. Yeah. You can't cut. You got to cut the right things. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there activities? Are there financial commitments? Are there things that's uh, living rent free in your head mm. that you need to cut out? That you need to die to? That you need to surrender to the Lord or yeah. or talk to someone, uh, seek some counsel on to create some margin to prune. Maybe your mental space mm. is not available for healthy growth mm-hmm. in your relationship or in your family. And you need to talk to someone to prune some of that back. So it's not just time. It's not just money. It's all of it. It's yep. mental. It's physical. It's spiritual. Absolutely. And so you need to take inventory of those things. And then step number two, prune those things out. Find a way to prune and it might just be little bit by little bit you're not going to be able to throw everything out Mm -hmm. and then uh, and then replace those with some healthy things that can increase growth and maybe just pruning those things in itself Mm -hmm. will create some mental health some physical health Mm -hmm. just by slowing down yeah creating space so absolutely you got anything else no that's good that's it well thank you guys for joining us today man we always enjoy being with you and uh, like us on facebook uh, follow us on Instagram, and uh, and we will see you next time.